0: If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go Mind Pump. Mind Pump. With your hosts, Sal DiStefano, Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews. You just found the world's number one fitness, health, and entertainment podcast. This is Mind Pump. Right in today's episode, uh, we talked to people on air, live. They called in, we answered their fitness and health questions. And got to help them out. By the way, if you ever want to be on an episode live, email your question to live at mindpumpmedia.com. Now, we opened the episode with an intro portion. This is where we talk about current events and fitness and science. We mentioned some of our sponsors. Today's intro was 47 minutes long. After that, we got to the questions. Here's what went down to today's show. We opened up by talking about how women don't be afraid to go on a bulk. It could definitely benefit you. Then we talked about one of our sponsors, Paleo Valley. They have turkey sticks now. These things are delicious. 40 calories. 7 grams of protein for a turkey stick. You eat 3 of them, it's under 200 calories. You get 21 grams of protein. And uh, they last a long time because they're packaged, but they're natural. They're delicious. Go try them out. Head over to mindpumppartners.com, click on Paleo Valley, check out their meat sticks and their other products, and then use the code MINDPUMP15 for 15% off your first order. Then I brought up a study on how you can lower PFAs in your blood. I talked about mini robots and the brain. Adam talked about how he got hurt again. This guy's always getting hurt over here. Then we talked about the security that Zuckerberg has, how much money he spends. You won't even believe how much money it is. And then we talked about the new shirt that I'm wearing right now. It's a StratoTech polo shirt from Viore. Now, if you're not watching this uh, on YouTube right now and you're listening, it take my word for it, it's handsome. It looks really, really good. Anyway, Viore makes athleisure wear that's comfortable, looks good. They have stuff that it's, looks good enough to wear to the office or out to dinner, but also is stretchy and feels amazing. All designed for fit and healthy people, so it fits your body. Go check them out. Head over to mindpumppartners.com. Click on Viori, and then you'll get 20% off uh, your first order. Then we got to the questions. Uh, The first question was from Sam from uh, somewhere in the U.S. Oh, sorry, from Georgia. Uh, She wanted to know how to stay in shape when she was traveling a lot. The next question was from Heather from Texas. She's a marathon runner. Wanted some advice on how to strength train to support her endurance training. Then we talked to Amethyst from California. Uh, She's a trainer. Wanted to know how to train her total beginner clients. So people who've never exercised with any type of resistance, how should they start? And then we talked to Pedro uh, from, I believe, from California. This person is thinking of entering into the military, wants to pass the test, or wants to know the best way to train to pass the test. So we got to talk All about that. Also, uh, all month long, all month for the month of April, get ready for your summer travels. Get your body in shape with this following bundle Maps Prime, Maps Prime Pro, Maps Anywhere. All three, all three would normally retail you for $361, but right now you can get it for $99.99. That's it. One time payment. You get all three programs. If you're interested, head over to mapsapril.com. Once again, it's M A P S April. Dot com. Yeah. T-shirt time! And it's t-shirt time.
1: T-shirt
0: time.
1: time. Oh, such beautiful harmonies. So much better. <clears throat> yeah. All right. We have four winners: three for Apple Podcasts, one for Facebook. For Apple Podcasts, it's LSM0319. J-R-J-P-53, and Cheever 26. And for Facebook, we have Brett Bynum. All four of you are winners. Send the name I just read to iTunes at mindpumpmedia.com. Include your shirt size and your shipping address and we'll get that shirt right out to you. Do it.
0: Ladies, don't be afraid to go on a bulk. Most of the times, it's exactly what you need to do to get the body that you want
2: even if it is that you want to lose weight, right? Yeah, yeah.
0: Oh, even if you want to lose weight because oftentimes uh, going on a slight bulk with strength training speeds up the metabolism and sets you up for better fat loss. But nonetheless, lots of women know the look that they want, but they associate that with smaller or lighter on the scale. It's not always the case. Often what it is is more shape and more muscle, more sculpt, and you only get that through um, feeding yourself and strength training. You got to feed yourself in order to get that.
3: I love repeating this message. I just feel like um, it, it isn't uh, promoted as much as it should be. Like it, and it's so silly that um, if you think about building the body up, you need to feed the body. You need the calories. You need the building blocks in order to get that uh, desired physique that a lot of women are going for. It's just it. It's just sucks because so much marketing is around how to lose weight, how to lose fat, and like it's just this this constant kind of hamster wheel that I I find a lot of my clients got yes. on.
2: I want to think it's getting more popular. Though. I mean, right before we got on air, we were talking about two of our our friends, Becky Campbell and Lori Christie King, and both of them. I they're mean, they're great
4: at, at Becky yeah.
2: Campbell just did the post right of yeah, showing her her yeah. her bulk and her transformation and stuff like that. Look phenomenal, and then I feel like LCK has been saying that for quite yeah. some time now. So. I, I, I want to believe that we're, I do still think general population, you know, right. I think, I think still don't get this message, but I feel like the fitness community is starting in to, just the last seven years, yeah. by the way. Yeah. Uh, yeah or since even we less, started, right.
0: Since we started, yeah. I've noticed a shift that where women are starting to get this message, which is good because if you feed the body and you strength train, you build the machinery that's required to burn body fat and muscle is, here's something else that's a lot of people don't know. Muscle takes up just a little more than two thirds the space of body fat, right? So, excuse me. Uh, yeah, of body fat. So if everybody watching this right now lost 10 pounds of body fat, but gained 10 pounds of muscle, you would weigh the same on the scale, but you would be significantly smaller. You'd be like one fourth smaller, something like that, right? Which is significant, but same body weight. You know, I used to sell uh, memberships this way. I've had a, I've told this story many times on uh, shows that I've been on. I think I've told it before on this show, but I had this female trainer that worked for me. I think you guys know her. She's like 5'2", very sculpted, very strong, like to lift weights. And I would challenge potential members. And I'd say, I'll give you a free membership for a month if you could guess within 10 pounds of this female trainer's body weight. And they would all guess 100. The highest I ever got was 110 pounds. Oh, she's 110 pounds. Then I'd have her stand on the scale. She was 130, 135 pounds. Mm -hmm. She was just lean with muscle but she looked very small and it tripped people out that you could look They're that 20 way. 20 pounds off. 20 pounds off. Yeah, you know? first time I heard that story. Yeah, no, you've heard it's that before. It. I've told that story I wonder if it was Homera or... Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> anyway. I've said that many times on the show, but I like to illustrate it because it's true. Like you, you look at me, right? I weigh about 210 pounds at six foot. My body fat sits relatively low, a little bit below 10%. If I was 210 pounds at 20% body fat, I would look very different. Same weight on the scale. And I think this... Speaks to the obsession with the scale as well, which really only tells you one piece of information: total body weight. Doesn't tell you body composition. Doesn't tell you how you look. Doesn't tell you any of that stuff.
2: When I originally started uh, social media, right, uh, I'll turn on all that stuff. Um, this was what I was trying to highlight. So I, I had started and was in the worst shape of my life at two twelve, and my before and after pictures that a lot of people that listen have seen um i'm the exact same weight now i mind you i went up and down a little bit three to five pounds right like because you ended the same yeah ended the same but the my body looks totally different different. like if you you were to guess most people guess it's like a 20 pound difference or more but it wasn't it was a a, it was exactly the same weight and i think that's why this getting hung up on exactly what the scale is 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 ridiculous because i could take a client who comes in at any body weight and say we can dramatically change the way you look and keep your scale weight exactly the same.
0: Yeah, I, I, my favorite thing to do was this with female clients who were on that, that continual diet, right? Always cutting calories, always trying to reduce, always trying to reduce. And they'd come in and I would do my assessment and do all the stuff. And then I'd convince them, Hey, we're going to increase your calories with strength training and it used to blow them away because they would anticipate blowing up like, mm-hmm. Oh my God, I'm going to do this. I'm going to gain so much weight. This is going to suck. And instead, what would happen is their weight would fluctuate a little bit, but their strength would go up like crazy. strength would shoot up. And and then they would always say, I I, I want you guys' opinion on it. I'm sure this happened to you many times, where your client didn't, where they'd say this to you. You know, the scale says the same thing, but people are coming up to me and saying, I look like I lost weight. Yeah. Yeah. And that happened, you guys, all the time. Yo, with oh yeah,
3: my skin looks different. Yeah. Like you, you know, there's just some things too about balancing the hormones. If you've been in a calorie deficit for so long, too, it, it really does you know affect your body in all kinds of other ways. Uh, you know, sleep and you know, hair and, and skin and like all these types of things. So yeah. uh, it, it was just always interesting to me to see um what they
2: what they found uh, as they were going through the bulk like how much it, it transformed their body speaking of calories i saw that uh, sal had doug pulling up the macros on yeah. the paleo valley uh, beef turkey sticks i had no idea they were that low yeah
0: so the turkey stick so turkey's real low yeah, yeah so the, the the meats first off the reason why this is the reason why we work at paleo valley they sent us a while ago meat sticks and all of us were like whatever not a big deal we're not even gonna try them and then our good friend shauna was the one that works with them and we really respect her she's like no you got to try these and they're really good right they're not dry they're they they taste fresh they're grass-fed really good whatever and that's why we actually started working with them well now they have one that's turkey i have never had turkey jerky that tastes good ever it's always gross i know i was very skeptical
3: especially the flavor too it was like Cranberry,
2: like orange. Uh, that's what it says.
3: Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, I don't know. And it, it literally, I think it's actually one of the better ones out of all of it's them. It's my favorite. Yeah, one. Se- Se- like, seven grams so of
2: protein and only what, sixty calories? No, forty. Forty calories. So, so think about that for a second. So
0: literally, you could take two of these. For, so yeah. if you want to go on the go and you want fourteen just grams of protein, protein in the mouth. or you want twenty-one yeah.
4: grams. Of I was gonna say,
2: go three, and you're three. still under two hundred calories and being able to get twenty something grams of protein. Of of that's a, incredible. Of very of essentially whole foods, right? Because yeah. it's still packaged or whatever,
0: but it's essentially whole food. It's all turkey, and it's all uh, very good and very low calorie. And then the beef ones, I believe, are 60 calories. I don't know. Maybe Doug can scroll down. I know the beef ones are a little bit more because they're a little bit higher in uh, body, in fat. Yep, that's it right there. So 60 calories mm-hmm.
2: and a little bit lower Is that in the beef or I thought No, Doug's those the, are turkey.
0: They're both turkey. These are turkey. both turkey. Oh, they're both yeah, turkey. Yeah,
2: one's cranberry orange. That's why Doug was saying that before the podcast, oh. Sal, when he was like, that's interesting that one of them has got- A gram of protein higher because they both were turkey.
0: Oh, my bad. What were the beef ones? Were those more or were they like 70 and 80 calories? Okay, so So, a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah,
2: a little bit more. It's wow, still really not good. bad. I mean, still, it, if you can get twenty grams or more of protein and stay under two hundred calories, yeah, right. Good that's luck. just hard. Yeah, and and it packaged on, on the go, yeah. you just hard to find that. And then also tasting good too, because some of, there's some protein bars out there that actually have those uh, those metrics, but it's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> they taste like chocolate yeah, like
0: brick. My kids like them, and my kids are. So hard to satisfy when it comes to like anything that's even remotely healthy. In fact, yeah. I have to lie to them. <laughs> wait, is this gluten free? Yeah. Wait, is this low
3: sugar? They like, get so mad when they find out something's gluten free. Like uh, now, like especially if it's like a muffin or something.
4: Like, oh, you tricked me! <laughs> <they're> like, like, <laughs> Do the they trash. really? Yeah, That's it's a, it's
3: happened a few times, but yeah, like no, cause we've tricked him so many times that, uh, yeah, what are you gonna do? <laughs> we've tricked him so many times.
4: <laughs> I, I don't, don't you're gonna catch on. I you wonder know? why.
2: <laughs> There's no spider in your <laughs> bed, son. <laughs> <Gotcha>. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, you yeah. returned your uh, your your devil worshipping thing, huh? I did. Yeah, Which I didn't talk about that.
4: Don't call it that, dude. Yeah. It was
3: like it, it, here's the thing. I look at it again. It wasn't that menacing when there's a lot of light on it like so when i had the pictures it was like outside i should have took one where i had it stood up against the wall and there was only like one light that was hitting it from up top and the rest everywhere else was dark and so it just created these shadows it was really the shadows that it made it just like like the face kind of took form and shape anyway i i didn't even really have that much like i wasn't that a it was my kids and that they're the ones that like pointed it out to me so I was like I don't want to like well kids are more have t- them they're more by. in tune with the
0: spirit world so you gotta listen to your kids sometimes, and <laughs> apparently shit going Acor- according to the yeah. movie Sixth Sense yeah. is that any right any more <laughs> any more it's kids and pets right isn't it kids and pets that see shit yeah um, any more like weird strange paranormal phenomena are you good now
3: no we're good now I took it uh, we drove it all the way back and we were able to I can't believe you did it. that
2: dude he did a day trip all the way down there just to return that thing
3: because you know what was going to happen like I was going to have it I had it in my garage or, and then I was going to put it in the shed and then it was like you, you spend all this money and then you forget about it it's going to yeah. collect right. spider webs and dust I'm like I got to I gotta like take some action and and so we it was it was exhausting because the whole day we drove all the way down there and we're trying to do all like get all this like uh exchange and different um uh, furniture and and then we drive right back, and it's like your whole—that's six hours of just what did, you, nonsense. What did, they, what did you say? What did you? What did they say to you, and what did you say to them? <laughs> I told Corey. I'm like, dude, we're just gonna bring it back and be like, it didn't work for our house. Like, it just—it <laughs> wasn't a good look, or, or you know, whatever. She's just like, yeah, it, the kids thought it looked like demons, so we just didn't want it in the house, and like they were <laughs> laughing about it. I'm like. <laughs> like, I'm surprised they're giving us it's our money back. Like the That's mo- not a good excuse. Like the movie
0: Gremlins when the guy buys the <laughs> pet, you know, and he's yeah. like, "Okay, just don't feed it after midnight. Don't get it wet." Oh yeah, no problem. Yeah. Did you get anything else when you were there, or did so you just take we it back? So exchange and- it for
3: these other chairs, which are supposed to come. I don't know, based on. The supply chain uh, five years from now. Bro, (laughs) have you guys
0: seen the numbers of inflation? Yeah. So they say official 8.5%, but have you seen the numbers of breakdowns and stuff? They
2: say it's over that. Bro,
0: gas this year, over 40%. Used cars, over 25%. Furniture, something like over 16%. Plane flights, over 25%. First of all, I don't know where they get their inflation numbers. If they take out everything people buy to get 8.5%, I don't know. But it's crazy. Do you know what I find the most annoying Insane. about the
2: freaking gas is that your debit card only lets you do like a hundred bucks or whatever on there. So it's like you can't even get a full tank anymore. Yeah. And I'm like, so I had, so I, I just pumped gas yesterday, filled it, filled oh, it that's to 100. a hundred. That's
0: a security measure, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. And so
2: then I gotta re, re hook it back up, and then swipe the card again, and then do it again just so I can get a full tank of gas. So annoying. Wow.
3: wow. Oh, speaking, because so when we were driving down, we were actually at a gas station. This guy, we, when we were pulling out. Um I we saw this guy like like leaving like really quickly and he literally took the handle with him. whoa, and pulled it off. I've it, seen that before. I've never seen that I before. Have. and it was like I got really nervous I'm like, oh my god, like, Hope, hopefully nobody's smoking a cigarette or something around here. Like, it was spraying Oh, everywhere. so gas was spraying everywhere? Gas was yeah. all over the place. I thought the, they had shutoff mechanisms for that. I thought so, too. It, obviously, it wasn't. No, uh,
2: I've seen it. same thing. A guy like, left it in his tank and drove off, and it ripped the thing right off the... Oh, oh shit. yeah, yeah. And was, it was
0: like, oh, my all God. You ever, seen, <laughs> you ever seen the video? to an explosion here. You ever seen a video of this guy, these two carjackers drive up to him while he's getting gas? They get out of their car. And then he gets the gas and he just sprays them with it and they run away. Oh. No. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> just hosing them down with gas and they run. <laughs> That's smart. Eh? That, I saw the it? video and I'm like, is he going to light them on fire? What's going to happen? Yeah. They just ran away. Uh, yeah. a little bit cool? You're like... Do you guys know what the chemical, I think it's called polyfluorinated alkyl uh, substances are? PFA... Definitely do. I definitely wash my face with that. Okay. Now, PFA... PFAS. So polyfluorinated alkyl substances. These are... Molecules that you'll find, or synthetic chemicals you'll find in non-stick pans, uh, uh, non-stick carpet, okay. uh, you know, clothes, water-resistant materials, and there's a lot of controversy around these things because they are found in our blood, like they just don't go away. And oh, so there's a lot of controversy saying, "Hey, this may be a cancer risk. This may be a."
3: Is there long-term studies with this at all? They or?
0: think that they might act like xenoestrogens. Yeah, and they may increased risks of certain types of cancers. That's why there's a lot of controversy around them. So like, I don't use nonstick pans. I use uh, ceramic Mm. pans. If I'm going to use anything, that's even cast iron or cast iron. But if I use anything, that's like, if I'm doing eggs and I want something that's kind of nonstick, it's ceramic, which is, it's not the same. Right. But anyway, did you know that they find, they did a study and they finally found a way to reduce blood levels of this chemical giving blood. Oh, wow. Giving blood. So donating blood or donating plasma. Medieval measures. (laughs) They're onto something. Get all the demons out. Blood letting. (laughs) So donating blood or plasma, they found in the study, reduces the amount of PFA- Pfas in people's blood.
2: Now I'm assuming that's how you found this because you've been you've been dis- you've decided that you're going to start doing this on a more regular basis. Actually, no, just-
0: I, no, it was it was random. But you're right, I have decided and and, and I have. Oh,
2: that's weird. So you randomly came across that, and that just supports even more reasons. Yeah, to because do it.
0: I saw the title of the article. It said, "New evidence shows blood or plasma donations can reduce the Pfas forever chemicals they call them in our bodies." And I thought, oh, this is going to be really interesting. And I, I my blood type is the universal one, so that's they encouraged me to come back or whatever. But I guess that's more benefit, right, to giving blood is that you can get rid of somebody's chemicals. I wonder now, what,
2: what I wonder what else you potentially can get rid of then too. If, you, I don't if something know. like that goes, which you know, you know what it makes me wonder, yeah. does that
0: mean the person getting the blood then gets? Those PFAS or like what's going on?
2: Is that how it's reducing? Uh, them? Yeah, you just give, you just fuck you're somebody You're recycling
0: else. it. You're, and you're good.
3: Else? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's don't you all they fucked. screen that? Right? <laughs> they, I don't think they test for that. They don't test for chemicals. <laughs> they just test for like uh, disease, yeah. blood-borne
1: pathogens. whatnot. Yeah. You're, not you're right. gonna say something. You, like? uh, trust me, if you need blood, you're not so concerned about
0: that. I guess you, you imagine good, that. You're that's uh, like, a good point. You're, you're, that's a good point. Your wife is dying. You're like, oh, well, hold on a second. Did that blood have uh That's so you like, GMOs have you guys ever there? done this
2: before? It's like one of my biggest pet fees, like you're giving money or you're buying you're buying somebody. Like I've seen people before, like at like near Burger King or something, I go through drive through to get them food, and they like have like a special like request. You know, it's not like I can't just give them a burger. It's like, no, 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 I don't want this, I want yeah. that. And they have all oh these, my god. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, bro, you're starving. Take the goddamn burger, yeah, bro. I've had that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've had I've
3: had a, yeah. a guy on the street like that. I was trying to give him my leftover, and he's just like, Did you already take a bite? And I was like, Yeah. Oh, I'm good. Wow. Oh, you're good? Yeah. <laughs> you're right here on the street, dude. You got nothing,
2: all right? Yeah. I
0: don't have anything. You know, like dude, I'm not I'm cool. I just DoorDash something else. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I was offended. I had a guy once that I went up and I offered him food and he asked me for money and I said, "Sorry, I don't have cash." And he says, "Well, I have Square." And he pulled out. Shut your face. I swear to God. Oh, my God. I told somebody to do that. That's crazy. He pulled out his phone. He had Square. <laughs> now, I'm like, I'm not going to give you. I don't know what else is going to go. But he, he's like, you can use credit card. I'm like, yeah. wow. <laughs> this is resourceful. <laughs> this, gotta, is
4: getting,
0: <laughs> this is getting kind of crazy. Yeah. Anyway, more cool science news. So there's this. Uh, I got to look this up. There's this disorder in the brain. Very hard to treat. Uh, Dandy-Walker syndrome. It's a It's a brain disorder you see in children. And there's a company that came up with a very unique way to potentially treat this by using tiny robots that they put in the brain. What? So these tiny robots, they'll put in the, the brain. robots. And yeah. And, the, and they'll be operated through magnets. And what the ro- robots will do is they'll go through the brain to wherever this, like these fluid-filled cysts are and then inject the medicine directly where it needs to go. Now this this is real. This you is were real. We're
3: living in in sci-fi. This
0: is real. Now the the potential for something like this is phenomenal. Think about it. You have a tumor in your body. Yeah. You can now have potentially these nano robots travel directly to the tumor, inject the tumor with chemo mm-hmm. directly. So it doesn't affect the rest of your body or whatever. Right. You or treat like a little army in there just it's ugh, shooting things. Wild. Like, yeah. It's so wild. That's I, crazy. That's, yeah. I've been reading about some of these, these nanobot and, you know, nanotechnology advancements. The next 30 years is going to be really interesting for medicine. Well, it's
3: crazy. It's, it's here uh, because I've been reading about a
2: lot like popular science. Yeah. And all that.
3: Yeah. It's like always like that, that was always so far in the future and to see like that, that's actually coming true. Crazy. It's so crazy.
2: speaking of sci-fi, I I I owe you two an apology cuz you guys actually one? you guys recommended a good movie or show finally. Yeah, it's, dude. It, the Raised by Wolves. And I so Wait, wait hold on. By what? Wolves? <laughs> 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 Raised by Wolves? Yeah. Wolves. So, <laughs> so I, I I had so I looked at it and I said, "Man, I or I saw that I had watched already 3 episodes and it obviously didn't hook me in and I'm like, "Well, let me give it another shot. The, the guys were talking so much about it." Um, so I did, and, and you know, I smoked a little weed before I did it. So, and I was so I was sucked into it, and and what I found was that's what I had to do was you had to be no, I couldn't be distracted. So what I think I did before it's actually
0: pretty complex. Isn't is it? yes, yeah. there's a
2: lot of stuff going on. There's there's a pretty deep plot Very behind deep. it, and. And it could get really confusing if you're kind of multi-task It's not a multitasking totally. watch show. So once it pu- – now I'm in. It's now not I'm passive. All the way Definitely not. Yeah. No, it's 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 pretty cool. And what the the idea behind it, I'm excited to see where I it goes. I thought
3: you'd like it because uh, there's uh, – I mean, the religious side of it, the yeah. atheist. It's just
0: – it covers a lot of really – um, they, it, it's the, profound it's, ideas. It's well made sci fi because sci fi can be good if there's a good story. If like the story's good, yeah, and if the science in it is somewhat interesting or believable, um, and they did a good job <laughs> with that. But they do they they tackle well religion, and, and you know what they do in there that's going to be hard? It's going to be hard for you to figure out, because I'm only in the first season.
3: Yeah. Who you're pulling
0: for. Yes. At one point, you're like, evil, that person's evil, that thing's evil. and then you're like, wait a minute. Right. Like, that and, and, and
3: the human psychology and like how the robots are becoming more human, and yeah. they're struggling with that. They don't want to, but then... You know, the humans also want, you know, guidance uh, from AI, and it's complex.
2: Well, to me, that's what makes a really good show, is if it can emotionally pull me from one side to the other, and and you're not like... To me, like if you watch a show and you've kind of, oh, I figured the plot out. I, you know, I see where this is going. I agree with versus if I'm watching something and one minute I feel very emotionally attached to one side or one character Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden I get switched to another. To me, that's great writing. If you can make me go through that back and forth Mm -hmm. in my head versus like identifying with one way or one thing through the whole thing. You know what is cool
0: is that with, again, I'm a big sci-fi nerd. If you'll notice that they'll borrow off of old sci fi. Like, for example, yeah. AI robots that look human. So, humanoid robots in sci fi movies, whenever they bleed, what color is the blood? Almost always white. Yeah. It's they'll almost always white. white. You ever notice that? Yeah. yeah almost always. You know what I think that first started? Uh, alien. Remember the movie Alien? How the, the mm. android robot that mm. helped Sigourney Weaver or whatever, and then he gets <clears> cut in <throat> half and it's like white blood coming up. I feel like that's the first. Movie to show that isn't that because of like hydraulic fluid like uh, you know maybe huh I didn't even think of that
2: I thought the way that first episode opened was like crazy just with the the giving birth to six humans I know I thought that was kind of that was trippy trippy yeah I was like we are like six like yeah almost yeah litter uh, I mean uh, it 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 almost seems like believable like dude could we get to a place like that where we could do something like that that seems pretty fast I know It's so wild
0: Uh, so Adam I want to ask you about your your new injury so what's going Uh, on
2: uh, with uh, your uh, you would think after all these years and all You've this experience of wisdom, you would think. You know, I, uh, I've just recently in the last few weeks uh, ramped up uh, my volume and training, starting to tighten the diet up and stuff. You could tell your well, body's I, for You sure. know what I found? I was doing. I was calling Justin fat a lot, and he looks way better than I do. <laughs> and I was like, I'm totally projecting my own shit on him. So I've, I picked Pulling up Doug on, Bald. Yeah. yeah. So, him <laughs> so I, I caught myself doing that, and like more often than than not, I'm like, I must be projecting my own insecurities about myself right now. So that was kind of my wake up call to I need to get my shit together. So
0: I could tell but, you've been working out. You look like your body's been training, but did you just go too. Hard?
2: well so i hadn't done the uh yoke bar in a while mm. and uh you know not that i don't know this i should know better like the amount of uh core strength and stability man way that, more way way more it
0: sits so high on your back yeah
2: right and, and i so I, and i've been consistently uh barbell back squatting for quite some time even when my frequency was and volume was down but i hadn't used that in quite some time And so my leg felt really strong. So I get under there and it's like, oh yeah, you know, this, this was light. I keep adding, keep adding, keep adding. Um, And what gave was my core. And so I strained my, my mid back. I don't think it's a me. I didn't tear or do anything structurally wrong. Like it's, it's just a strain. And I know it's because I didn't have the core strength and I didn't slowly allow myself to progress there. And because my legs were still pretty strong from being consistent there, I just. Did you feel it in the workout or after? No, I felt it in.
0: Like, you, oh, I feel something, and then yeah. you kind of chill?
2: Yeah, yeah, And yeah. then I backed off of it. I still continue to work out. I lifted yesterday, but I had to do a bunch of, like, you know, isolation, light, and cable stuff. You saw me probably laying on the ground doing some stuff on the free motion. Like So, I, I mean, I'm still staying consistent, but now it's like, you know, it's, it's such a, an example, right, With you've – Trying to make progress, getting excited about mm. the the you know having some momentum, and now because I do something stupid like this, right? It would ego lifting by stacking more than was necessary. Now I'm gonna probably have to regress. For you the know next what, week. though, that rebuild a bit. This is
0: a good no. This is a good thing to communicate because we are we're constantly communicating um, like fitness advice to our audience, and and when we say something is hard to do. It's because we realize, we know how hard it is either because of our clients, but also because of ourselves. Yeah. Like, and I want to be very clear here. Often this doesn't happen when you're using a weight that looks crazy to you. Mm -hmm. It's
2: just a little more than No, That wasn't even, did you see the weight on the bar? It was like 200 pounds. It's not like.
0: That's what I mean. So it's not like you're hitting a PR. It's just, you haven't done it in a while. And really what you should
2: do is keep it easy Yep. Mm -hmm. and not
0: make it even moderate intensity yeah I, no. I do that all the time it was
2: not i mean i hadn't even done that movement in so yeah. long that it wasn't even necessary for me to load more i just felt so good yep my yeah. legs felt so strong yeah. and i was like oh this is light let me see if i just keep increasing yeah. a little bit and it was yeah yeah so. that's well
3: bit- i yeah i'm i'm trying my best to to not like get sucked into the hype as well like i told you guys about like how i was like overhead pressing way too much uh, you know, with just because kids. of the hype. Did you the do kids. another workout with them I, today? Like I, I actually refrained from um, uh, displaying uh, my your awesomeness, awesome
0: yeah. prowess. <laughs> he's all. I, I mean, I, he's, he's like I went heavy for them, but I yeah, could have yeah. gone heavier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no,
3: it, you know why? Because we had we had this kid who's like he 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 can't make most of the workouts because he's he. I think he plays uh, baseball right now. Um, but he's definitely our strongest kid and mm-hmm. he just kind of shows up sometimes like towards the end of some of the workouts to hang out and see what's up, but he cares. He cares about, uh, everybody in there knowing like he's the strongest mm-hmm. and so he'll flex. And so he came down, he did that when we were testing out for squats. And so of course we we're testing out for like trap bar deadlifts. And so, all of a sudden, you know, he shows up. I'm like, yeah. oh, look who it is. <laughs> and uh, just totally, like, smashed
2: everybody and, yeah. and,
3: you know, put up, like, 400 pounds. Was like,
2: is he significantly stronger than the rest of the kids? Uh,
3: <laughs> by about 50 pounds, I would say. Yeah. That's a pretty, big, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty yeah. big difference. So, he's he's a beast. Uh, but, yeah, I, would, I mean, it's been really fun because I've been able to see – some kids that like had no experience, and this one kid who's like really into wrestling, and I'm like, "Oh, wrestlers have it; they have it here." And so I could tell he was going to be, you know, a kid that was going to catch on. He has, and he's just really rapidly yeah. progressing oh, that's cool. uh, with with his strength gains. And uh, this is all leading in. We're going to be doing a liftathon, uh, like the end of May. So, so I'm, I'm like, a to start to ramp him up a little bit that with sounds, getting used to heavy. Hold on, weight. what's the liftathon? So lift the thon. We we used to do this when I played a long time ago to raise money, uh, for the program. And uh, you can either like donate like a flat amount or like we, what we do is like per pound. Oh, so I, I'm gonna I'm gonna host this one instead. We just did bench when I did it, yeah. uh, but I want to include the squat, bench, and deadlift, um, and then do a grand total that um, you know they could pay. You know, 25 cents per. Right. You know, it's like pound. what they do for laps. You know, yeah. kids that do yeah, it's laps. It's like a walkathon. Right. Yeah, yeah. We should all go. Yeah. I would oh, love if you guys go. And then we'll, we'll do a barbecue after that. Oh, I totally think we should so, make a big deal about that. I think that. we should go
2: and, and lift down. a little bit. Yeah. No, so I'm so totally I, down to do that.
3: Bro and I, you know, and I don't have time to do shit. But uh, I was like, I put a whole website and all that, so it's all ready. Like they're, they're already starting to get donations. Oh, that's great, dude. So yeah, it's good. We're getting momentum.
2: Yeah. That's, uh, so that's you've you've now been doing this long enough. You wrote the programming for them. What are some of the things that you're learning yourself? Because this is obviously somewhat new. Obviously, you're not you've written programs for kids and stuff like that. But to be implementing it into this type of a setting, taking yeah. them through, are there things that uh, you know looking back now that you are like, yeah, that was I'm so glad I did that. Or are there things that you're like, I wish I would have implemented more this. Or are there certain things that you had to cut out. Or like, what are yeah. what are you learning about yourself and programming with a this lot? Work?
3: Yeah, because group is is a different dynamic, obviously. Um, and just what to cover. What are the what are the priorities? Like mm-hmm. that, that was took me a lot of time to, to sift through all that and like restructure it. I've, I restructured the workouts a few times, uh, but I was really glad I started them out with isometrics and really slowed everything down. And um, you know, because everybody was hyped to start lifting, I'm like, mm. no, we got to address all these imbalances, and we did you know, lateral training in there a bit, very similar to symmetry, yeah, uh, type of a um, plan, which was we were all in that sort of thought process, so that helped me mm. in the beginning. But now we're now we're we're sort of graduating into getting them acclimated to to heavier weight because it's a totally different skill once you really start trying to push yourself, and yeah. I'm like, so I'm learning that balance of like not trying to get them to max too often and or like pull them back a bit leave two in the tank yeah. you know our sort of core principles um they're not quite getting that yet like they you know they're it's young there's a bunch of dudes working They're young out. and their yeah. ego and yeah. it's the ego's real high in there and um so that's something that i'm trying to kind of uh, figure out and then so i'm 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 doing a lot in, in terms of like um getting a good feel of like where everybody is is um catching on and then what? Mm. Wh- where the deficits are. It'll
2: be interesting if you have like a kid or two who like adheres to everything you say like perfectly so you can use him as an example of like...
3: I have one, I, oh, you have do. one kid I have like... A, see, yeah. that's cool. I'm like so pumped on him. Oh, yeah. see, that's, that's cool. such a great... Yeah. They,
0: you know, these kids, I mean, I'm sure they're enjoying it, but they have no idea how like valuable this is. Like as they get older, what they're going to look back on and be like, man, I learned some great... uh had some great value with my coach. Yeah. Um, the thing about the wrestling kid... That seems to be true. I, I remember in high school, the wrestlers were always insane when it came to the work ethic with workouts, like ridiculous.
3: Yeah. They just have an extra motor, well, yeah. mental discipline. I think you have to.
0: I think maybe to yeah. make it through wrestling,
2: They're so tough, dude. Well, you know, we've what, what even though we we haven't wrestled, you know what the, the weight <laughs> cut right, like cutting you say weight. We
0: haven't wrestled, like like <laughs> you guys want to wrestle? <laughs> nah.
4: but
2: we we've all been through a, a, you know, serious weight cut before. And when you do that, the mental discipline that it takes to be consistent with that, because they have to come into a certain way and they, and they're also pushing their bodies and training at the same time. I I
0: just remember that because I did, I I did some wrestling with the high school. I never wrestled for my high school, but I've took some of the practices because at the time I did judo and, and my buddy invited me. And I remember the coach would, crank up the heater, Mm -hmm. crank it up. It's like a hundred and it's like a sauna. And then they're just going and going. And I'm like, these guys are crazy. Gassing them out constantly running them.
3: And oh man, yeah, Yeah. they have brutal workouts.
0: Hey, so you guys want to hear about some interesting tech startup news. So I just looked this up uh, the other day. So tech billionaires in Silicon Valley in particular are starting to invest in one Segment of
2: the economy in a big
0: way. You guys want to guess on what that is? Hmm. Has to do with energy. Has hmm. to do with energy.
2: As it, and it's probably opposite of what we think. We would think green, but it's not green. It's some a different direction. Nuclear. Oh, nuclear. Okay. They're going go. crazy with it. Yeah.
0: So nuclear power, especially if you look at, because nuclear is like a, it's like a pariah. Right? It's like the third rail because it's been a lot of negative publicity. Demonized, for- demonized right? The reality is nuclear power. Right now, if we were to look at all our technology that could potentially oh, stop, you know, yeah, fix climate change, fix the environment, give us all the energy we need, we don't need to go pull it out of the ground. We don't need to rely on other countries, all that stuff. It's nuclear. It creates very little waste, very little waste, and it has the potential to power the whole world. And the new tech, they don't have meltdowns like they're they're extremely safe. But they're they're scary, right? You if you're a politician, you try and say we're going to build nuclear. There's a lot of you know bad publicity around that and mm-hmm. all that stuff. But anyway. People are starting to, to to figure it out. Check this out with the tech startups. So on average, tech companies would invest like I don't know, 100 million, less than maybe three million, four million a year into nuclear. In 2021, 3.4 billion dollars. Wow. And tech startups dealing in focusing on uh, nuclear nuclear energy.
2: Wow. Which is really cool. I mean, do you think we're going to go that way
0: soon? We will. Yeah, we will because we have to. Mm-hmm. With the pressure that we're starting to feel, with the prices, with you know the fact there's so
3: that, much conflict, yeah, around oil,
0: yeah, and 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 there's a lot of regulation around it, which is part of the reason why it's so hard to get. Yeah, Is not China plant.
2: kicking our ass in that department?
0: They're like, going to be blo- They're going to be building, already building a tremendous. Right, power and, power, and they, power I power think plant.
2: they can do it for like a, a fraction of the price that Less, we can do it for. right because now Because, of, because all, of all the regulations,
0: yes, but there are these new startups that are looking at building these small nuclear power plants that are going to be much easier, much cheaper, and could produce tremendous amounts of energy. And some of these nuclear this new ne- uh, uh, tech from for nuclear power, they can use waste from old nuclear power plants to power them. So they can literally take waste, mm. use it as their new fuel to create energy. Wow. It's really remarkable. Wow. And I'm, I'm glad we're seeing all this mm. investment because this could be, this is a total game changer when it comes to Energy
2: independent. Well, speaking of tech billionaires, you guys see the article that's uh, going around right now on, on Zuckerberg's uh security team? What?
3: No, no I haven't. I just he- I just saw some article about him like talking about like removing himself from the the uh, election stuff and politics, yeah. You so know, going forward, and
2: I'm sure because of that, he ramps up his security because of all that. So, any guesses on like what what his security cost him, like a day or oh a year? God. Oh wow, I never thought.
0: Now, about is that. that okay? So you know the number what per
2: month? I do, I do. I know both. I know per month and then the So and the, per day is what you're. Well, I have I have like? the I have the annual, and then you could take it I yeah. would say, and I could break annually, down by per day too.
0: I mean, you figure he's got probably 24 seven security, mm-hmm. so it's got to be. It's got to be a million dollars, at least. If he's got a a big property,
2: yeah. Like Warren Buffett spends two hundred sixty thousand dollars a year on that. So to give you first some perspective, that's it. Yeah, Yeah, but Warren Buffett's not targeted like right, right. So I just give you guys kind of a marker of like somebody at that level. I'll say two million. I say a million. Yeah, (laughs) twenty six point eight million dollars. Woo! That's a lot. What is he? Seventy six thousand dollars a day. Like. Like, really? A day? Yeah. Wow. That's like MC Hammer-like type coverage right there, dude. What is he, Everyone's <laughs> entourage. What does he have? Like the Avengers? Like, <laughs> that's is <exactly>, Isn't that <laughs> crazy? He's got the Incredible Hulk earpiece. Everybody's protected. got earpieces. I right? saw that number, and I'm like, what the fuck? Hey, you
0: know what, though? Let's talk about how cool that would be. Imagine if you had $76,000 worth of security with you every day. You would talk shit to everybody.
2: It wouldn't be anybody you would talk shit <laughs> just, to. You know what i Just did, roll You Hell's really have Angel to have like the like
0: Avengers, yeah. bro.
2: What do you get for that? What do you get for $26.8 million? What do they have? Like bionic arms and laser beams? So I wonder yeah. what the Secret Service costs uh, annually. Oh, I don't, it's, oh it, it's ridiculous. Is it that oh, much? Oh, yeah. It's crazy. I
0: I don't know if it's that much, but I know it's ridiculous.
2: Yeah, twenty six point eight million per year. You're going to get a bunch of like mercenary,
0: you know, like. But seriously, think about how like imagine like think about how invulnerable. Like you send your kids to do. Hey, uh, son, go walk over there and get me a thing. Don't worry, you're you're fine. You know, he's five years old, but he's got like two security guards with him that are you know seven foot tall and yeah. What I
2: didn't see on that article is if it did say that's like extended family or just But I think it's just. I would
0: imagine it's it's personal security plus property security. Right? Because he's got huge property. Wouldn't you have like well, permanent- it, Does that include it? In the- no,
2: I think it was just personal security. What are you looking up right now, Doug? Oh, you're looking up- Just at- a
3: video of his entourage.
2: Oh, oh, really? Oh, my God. I mean, how many people cost do you need? F-
0: all you need is John Wick. You don't need anything else. So. Oh,
3: yeah. So they all got suits on, so you don't really
0: aren't supposed to know. Wow. That's in They're 2017, packing. 7.3. Wow. That's crazy. Can I tell you, I, how, you think- if that was one of you guys, You know how much I'd fuck with you? I would, <laughs> I would I would run up out of nowhere just to give you a hug, see what happened. Hey! You, know, get, tackled. you get tackled by like 20 <laughs> yeah. guys. All those guys. I,
2: I You know, I, I wonder what, uh, you know, you got to think that he must be getting like some serious threats to increase yeah. it at that rate, yeah. right? To get that much? Well, yeah. I mean, the,
3: the technology he possesses and the information he has on like so many individuals. I, I bet you... Countries from around the world would love to capture him. Oh, wow. You that's know, true. To, to just kidnap him and then. Oh,
2: no, that's. I didn't think about that, Justin. That's his...
3: Facebook. Yeah. Login yeah. information. Plus, he looks. Him.
0: Plus, if you look at Zuckerberg, he looks very, like, he's very easy to kidnap. You
4: know what
0: I mean? <laughs> he Doesn't looks, he look like he would have very much? Can, have you ever seen him drink a glass of water? <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on, dude. Looks like he's never done it before. That's a good
2: point though. I actually wouldn't even have thought that way, Justin. That's a that's He'd be a, a
0: target by for international. Yeah, no, um, that's a, that's an that's an interesting espionage point. or whatever, right?
3: Well, it's so powerful. Facebook is just insane.
0: Well, man. look, here's the deal. Like they they made I've said this before, they made a big mistake. As soon as they started acting like an editor. You're gonna get attacked by one political party, then the other political party, then the public's gonna hate you, and then mm-hmm. you're just you're just a target. Yeah. When you have that much, so that's I, he should have done like he should have just hands off. Oh, I don't know. I don't do anything about it. Not, not my problem. Should just kept
3: it like MySpace, dude. I mean, what were you thinking? <laughs> oh man, did, <laughs> yeah. did you guys? Everybody a, misses Tom now. You got a MySpace, right? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I because like, I had a band. Like
2: yeah, you could that put was, music. It was cool.
3: Yeah, back then it was like you showcased your band. You figured it was almost like having a flyer. You know, like you'd try and like get people to come to your show and, and I don't know what else you were on there for, but to be a creep, I guess, <laughs> like message people. Hey, does it,
2: it, it, does it still exist? Doesn't it still exist? I don't know. I, Can't you look it up? I, I know that they, s- does make, I know they sold for, I think for, Doug still's on MySpace. They pulled
0: my old band
3: it's stuff off, off of there though. I was so
2: mad.
0: <laughs> Doug's original MySpace is a, is it, is a tablet? It's a, it's a, it's a stone tablet. <laughs> They found it in the Egyptian. <laughs> did you ever? Hey, did you ever have a MySpace? Doug? Never did. You didn't have a MySpace? Never. Why would no. you have a MySpace? <laughs> I didn't have a MySpace
2: either. You did? No. Why would I have a MySpace? Well, you weren't very cool you guys either, are so lame, I could dude. get that. Justin and I were hella yeah. cool, so we had MySpace. Oh, yeah. So cool. Yeah, I just, you know what? I, wi- I wish I could find all a day, MySpace, <laughs> day, dude, just to see how cool you were. <laughs> you wish? Bro, bro, I'm pretty sure Hinder was my back. No, wasn't. I'm pretty sure. No, wasn't. I'm pretty sure. That's hilarious.
0: Remember, they sold for like ton, like I don't remember how many billions of dollars, and then went nowhere. What a shitty box. Did they
2: did they sell? Yeah. Oh, dude. I didn't know that. I well, thought they you know, just I thought they just got crushed. No, you know who to...
0: scored the most? I think it was like Dane Cook. Remember
3: how he got so popular and from... like started doing arenas and everything? It's cuz like he was one of the first to really adopt like this social media idea. Really? Yeah, he, he was all over MySpace
0: and like blew up. Maybe Doug can find out how much. There's mindset. always like
2: examples like that. People that adopt like these things, they end up taking off and they come up with. I mean, look at the supplement companies. You have like, we remember we used to give shreds shit like crazy. Yeah. The first form guy did it. Andy Versella did a good job with it. Like, if you, if you get in early and you're one of the first to like and you figure have a the hack out, that sticks. On, yes. Yeah. No. That, you know
0: what, though? It's weird, though. I was actually having this conversation with my cousins because I was telling them about our TikTok video. So. We finally have a TikTok. Yeah. talk. Yeah. All of us together. Just yeah. Do, do, do. No, we don't do that. <laughs> hey, can I say something else? I told our producer, one of our other producers, I said, if we ever come to you and say, we want to dance for TikTok videos, then you should go find another job. Cause you know that <laughs>
2: yeah, some shit you know, went my, down. My pup is doing yeah, this. Like, oh,
0: fuck. They're out of money. No. Um, no, it's, it's clips of our podcast and stuff, but we finally put, we put one up that went viral. I think it's at like 1.2 million yeah, yeah, views in a yeah. couple of days. Yeah. But I was That's talking hilarious. to my, my cousins about this. And you know, they were like, Oh wow, like does that mean you make a ton of money? Like what's going on? I said, No, it actually doesn't mean anything yet. Yeah. A lot yeah. of people think that it immediately means you have this huge, you know, no.
2: conversion or whatever. Yeah. No. But it doesn't necessarily yeah, mean K- that. Katrina really oversees the the team that we hired to do all that stuff. And he was just the other day talking to her and, and was really trying to encourage her to encourage us to go start all of our individual. And she goes, Um, I'm definitely not gonna go
4: tell Hell to no, do that.
3: I'm not <laughs> that's yeah, not gonna I gotta go, go, go relearn the macarena.
0: It's yeah, not gonna right go over very happens. well. If with you those see guys. me dance on TikTok, can you get negative views? That's what I'll get. No. <laughs> <You know> what <laughs> I actually would uh, subscribe. I, want to
2: I mean, at move. this play, I, I was saying like my justification for us doing it is, is a little bit of a playing defense because we've now got to a place now where mm. we have so much free content out there that there was people that were taking clips of our stuff and growing their self, their own personal page. So to me, to me, it's like, if we can become the, uh, you know, the official mind pump page and at least have our consistent content going up there and be the biggest that are at least representing ourselves. It's a little bit of just so we can protect our own real estate. Yeah. The What's the, what are the
0: demographics? Yeah. You know this, Adam, better than anybody. What are the demographics of, I, I know it's younger, right? Oh, yeah.
2: It's like 12, 12. I mean, Andrew might even know that better than me. 12, I'd say 12 to like 20 something is yeah. the range for TikTok. Doug could probably look that is up. Is that if, what it is? Yeah, yeah, it's really young. I mean, really, So TikTok,
0: it really goes, TikTok is the youngest. Yeah. Then second would be what? Instagram? Snapchat. Oh, Snapchat.
2: Yeah, TikTok. Oh, still exists? TikTok, yeah. TikTok, Snapchat, then yeah, I believe Instagram, then Facebook. And then Facebook. Snapchat, I'm like no, yeah. You're, you're not I actually think chat. Facebook's really uh, ha- is is been bleeding for a while now. I think they're actually having a really hard time. They're trying to get I know inventive and do different things like to, to try and drive traffic back to them. But
0: speaking of new services, you guys see CNN Plus came up with a streaming service. And it tanked so bad. They're doing like layoffs or whatever. What didn't
3: they have like ten thousand yeah. subscribers or something? Yeah, it
0: tanked.
2: Yeah. So they have to they had to like do a bunch of layoffs. Oh, there go, and Doug, stuff. What do you What's okay. what
0: happens when you lose trust? Oh, it's
2: a, oh yeah, 18, It's is between eighteen and twenty-four.
0: Oh wow. Yeah. yeah. Eighteen and 57 percent are female, forty-three percent male. Almost even split, but that's interesting. Yeah. What about um, uh, Pinterest? That one's mostly female, right?
2: Yes, that's a, a much higher a female audience. Okay. I, and I think that's actually got a higher age because you, I mean at least I, I know Katrina uses Pinterest like crazy.
0: Yeah, and, and now yeah. again, correct me if I'm wrong again. And I'm not just saying
2: this to I embarrassingly blo- use Pinterest. Do you really? Yeah, Why? that's Why?
3: how I come up with like furniture and. Like, oh, I've used range rooms. No, the, I, I,
2: Pinterest is like it, is solid, bro. Yeah, you get a lot I, of cool stuff. I haven't like I have. been on like there for forever.
0: design. It helps. Yeah. I that's why, been on there forever.
2: That's why I think it attracts uh, an older, older demographic for sure. Really? What were you
0: gonna say? I was gonna say, and I'm. This is not to blow smoke, but from what I've read, and again, correct me if I'm wrong, Adam. This is I know this is your wheelhouse. That that the podcast audience is the wealthiest, highest IQ, yeah, most more, like, affluent. more affluent, isn't that yep. true? Is that yep. true? Yeah, yeah, no. Okay,
2: uh, older, smarter. Yeah. More successful. So everybody listening to this, you
4: know, <laughs> I'm not yeah, so, yeah. just saying that because you're
0: we're we're on a podcast. <laughs> I mean, I think it has a lot to do with
2: our uh just the your attention span. And and a lot of podcasts originally started as like, you know, uh either political authors, so it's it's going to attract somebody mm-hmm. who reads or somebody who's into learning like that's typically why you, why you originally listen. Now it's changing and it's attracting a younger mm-hmm. audience, and there's more entertainment happening. But the original like podcasts that were out there were way more like informative. You know, yeah. they were news authors. Well, it's like long
0: form? Thing. It's not little clips. So that would that I would well, assume that that's going to be a little bit of. An do open you
3: consider up. that with your kids, Sal? I know, like Adam, you you know, it's going to be a, a little ways for you, but um, like because my kids are like drawn to the short. Yes. and the short this and I, I keep telling them this is junk food yeah. like it, you, we need long form content you need to be able to like uh, learn something uh, from what you're doing or, or have takeaways or even if it's entertaining like it needs to <laughs> they need to try a little bit not just make loud noises and flash so, lights
0: so I get I'm torn right because my, my kids definitely consume a lot of YouTube and sometimes I'm like oh it's garbage but then every once in a while a conversation will pop up and my daughter and my son will know some really interesting information about, yeah. you know. That's true. Fibonacci sequence, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, how yeah. did you learn that? Oh, I watched a, a you know, YouTube. Or, or something. Yeah, or, no, YouTube. Oh. Uh, yeah, no, neither one of them on TikTok. But they just, they they also will learn a tremendous shorts. amount. Yeah, from YouTube.
3: So, so. yeah, because my, because uh, Ethan, Hill, he is so into World War Two, And I'm like, it, which is great. Like, I love that he's into history yeah. and all this stuff. But he's always, like, bringing up, like, so what do you th- what, what do you think Hitler what was his motivation you know like bring up Hitler a bunch of times while we're like eating dinner out in public? <laughs> like <laughs> okay, let's like um, change the subject. I mean this kind of makes me more comfortable around us. <laughs> like, like, like I get you're passionate about it, but yeah. like you know, he want he, w- he wants to know. You- He's like why was <clears throat> You know why did he think? Uh, you know all these like terrible ideas, and like yeah. he's trying to get you, me to explain. You it. know
0: why they they say World War because World War Two is one of the most uh, popular wars to learn about, uh, and it's because it's one of the wars where there was a clear bad guy. Yes, like a lot of wars, you could make the case that oh, who was the bad guy? He's the who ultimate villain. It's like that is one war that was like we had a bad guy. Yeah. you know what I mean, yeah. like a movie, right? True. Yeah. World War One is interesting. Have them have them watch uh, uh, while 19... we were young or something like that. There's this oh. documentary with um, Peter Jackson mm-hmm. who uh, produced it. Yes, and it is phenomenal. It's all footage from World War One, but they colorize it, and then they have they filmed it when some of these soldiers were still alive. So like in their 90s, and they're talking through what it was like. It's insane. Oh, it's insane that. what yeah. these kids
2: did. They were all kids too, 17, 18 years old. Dude. You know, back to the short clip talk that we're just... Like, I, what I find really interesting is how we adapt to that. Oh, like, yeah. do you guys remember... So, my first experience seeing, like, something really fast and short, choppy clips like that was actually someone introduced me to Logan Paul, like, years ago, like, when he first, like, started. And oh, I remember it, like... sickness. Like, oh, yes. And he do those jump cuts. Yes, right? the quick so jump just, cuts just, and bat, 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 bat. And oh, I remember crazy. it was so annoying, yeah. but... We we've I've now been fed that so much yeah. that I'm totally used to consuming content. So, I wonder if we are just a bunch of old fuddy duddies right now, and we're like, oh, long, slower form. Like, okay, that's you a- want to know how? Also, wisdom. Yeah, yeah, but <laughs>
0: yeah. yo, no, you want to know how? Watch. Uh, children's programming from the 70s and 80s and you'll realize just how much it's changed. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. If you've ever watched uh, Mr.
2: Rogers. Yeah, we, He talks about that in the documentary where he would intentionally pause for like a whole minute yes. and talk slow. Like, yes. that was intentional.
3: You know. explained explain in world matters that uh, a lot of uh, teachers were afraid to bring up. And
0: you know? also give kids time to pause yeah. and to be with themselves. And, you know, some people think it contributes to ADD type uh, behaviors because you don't you develop you don't develop the skill of focus or calmness because you're constantly being stimulated. Now the
2: positive side to it, right? Just playing devil's advocate, is that the amount of con- the amount of content that you can consume. I remember the first time that uh, we met Tom Billu, and mm-hmm. he mentioned mm-hmm. the hack of listening to an audio book at three speed. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was ridiculous. I was like, oh my God, that's going to be so annoying or whatever. And I remember training myself to get to that place. And I actually found that when I got to a, a place where I could actually listen at three speed, I was I was taking in more you have mm-hmm. to focus more yes you? you have to pay attention yes yeah. Yeah. so there there are some positive sides to it too so I I wonder if that's just the the direction we're going where we're going to consume and then the next thing is probably multiple things at once you know you would think if we keep training ourselves to be able to do that we'll be eventually adapt to take in information that way now it may also what you're both probably thinking make us a little dumber too because' no, I, don't,
0: we'll, I don't know I don't know if we can do that but that is an interesting thought are you have you guys identified if you're audio or visual learners? Do you guys learn more from listening or from seeing? Yeah, I'm pretty much on the visual side. Same. Yeah. Same. If yeah. I watch a video, I'll absorb it
2: more yeah. than if I just listen. What I are, the, what are all the different types? Of, is, is there, so I, I do better after I, I talk about it or, or teach it or say it. I don't know what that would be, but I know
0: the traditional breakdown was audio, visual, or kinesthetic. Kinesthetic mean you have to touch it and yeah, actually move with it. Move. I thought
2: they already figured out that everybody is like everybody it's a benefits mix. from it's a the mix yes. Yes. of
3: more. Yeah, I think it was just one's a little higher than the other. because yeah. so. that's
2: what the Montessori is all based around the kinesthetic. That having yeah. people having the kids I actually touch and do, a kid. do yeah. that. I thought they I thought that's kind of the prevailing theory on like the best way for. Most. I think it's
0: all of them. I think yeah. what it is is you want to engage in everything. But you know, I don't know. I I've identified for myself that I do better if I see if the, if I see the person talking, I'll learn more than if I just hear them talking personally.
2: What I find is I have to go talk about it right away, or it's it's in and out for me. That, so I could read or watch, what either one, but if I don't go use it, say it, or tell somebody else, like yeah. tell somebody else or write it down myself, it I mean literally I lose most all of it. It's, mm. it well, does not it's, sit. it's
3: interesting because podcasts were never an option Uh, you're listening to conversations but i always did way better when i would listen to um, my when my dad would have a discussion with one of his friends or whatever and i was just a fly on the wall i Mm. would always sit there and just listen i would get so much out of that so it's like for me i listen to so many podcasts now uh and get more out of that than even like just listening to books or reading
0: books yeah do do you guys did you guys ever listen to music while you're studying or working Do you guys do that yeah
2: you do that. I yeah. know you do. I you can know. only do Classical the. Music. I can only do the Brain FM. I can't have anything with words. If it's got words, it in catches. It, you get Oh up. yeah, it'll it'll throw me off. But the Brain FM, and I remember seeing Justin do that
4: because
2: mm-hmm. up until that Smirks point, I thought I couldn't well listen to anything. But then when I tried listening to the Brain FM, I actually did feel like it got me deeper into uh, my reading. I'm a quiet.
0: Has to be totally quiet. That's typically how yeah. I prefer it
2: too, and I thought that was the only way I could now, do it until now, I saw Justin doing. Now, Brain yeah, FM.
0: back to what you're saying about Brain FM. If I'm writing, if I put focus on, yeah, I am like it, it takes ten minutes. After mm-hmm. ten minutes, it kicks in, and then I'm like really on fire. But otherwise, it's quiet. It
3: like puts horse blinders on for me because uh, my mind will just jump all over the place mm-hmm. otherwise.
0: Yeah, so I think I'm the only one officially with ADD, though, right? You guys never had official. I mean, yeah, uh, I didn't get yeah. diagnosed. Yeah, I mean, I've never been
2: diagnosed, but it sounds like you got a lot. They
0: just said stuff. like <laughs> try harder, for you know, sure. get better for grades. Sure, I
2: got it. Dude. You got all kinds of
0: letters. We don't know what's going on. <laughs> anyway, hey, Free. so so uh, we're supposed to talk about Viore today. So I wore this is my favorite new shirt that they have because it's got this kind of. Oh, I didn't even know look. that was I Viori. Like the collards. Yes, yeah, this is the. I, I think it's called a Strato. We have it written down. It's a Strato Tech Polo shirt. But look how, like, legit it looks. Super, like, professional looking, Where's the V
2: at? Is the V even on there?
0: No, there's no V on it. So it's just the polo. But, I mean, it's the, the, you know, the famous material. Yeah, so you could, I mean, I could work out in this, but I don't, obviously. Looks comfortable. Looks really good, right? Yeah. I'm going through, I I spent a ton of money on Viori over the last month. I think we all did just recently. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going through (laughs) and getting their, like, professional looking clothes. You know what I mean? It's like the ones that you could wear to go out or whatever, not just work out in. And they've got a great lineup. Well, well, I think it's it, good good yeah.
2: timing because I think I think we're gonna make a big push with you speaking even more and more. I think this next oh, coming year, yeah. Just with that, I think with your book and stuff, I think that you're gonna be doing more and more like keynote you type do some speaking, TED so. talks. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, it. It'd be, It'd be, be nice good. to you looking sharp versus like a lot of fitness people up there in their sweats and stuff yeah. like that, which I I'm, is, I'm guilty for doing that too. <laughs> so yeah, same.
0: Hey, real quick, you got to go check out one of our longest-lasting sponsors. We've been with this company forever. We love them, Organifi. They have products for daily wellness, active lifestyles, immunity, brain health, beauty, and energy, all of them plant-based. I like their protein powder. It's plant-based protein powder, easy to t- to digest, uh, great amino acid profile, great for recovery when you're training hard. You got to go check this company out. They're one of our favorites. Like I said, go to mindpumppartners.com, click on Organify, use the code MINDPUMP for 20% off. All right, here comes the rest of the show. Our first caller is Sam from Georgia. Hi, Sam. How can we help you?
5: Hi, how are you guys doing? Good. Awesome. Um, So I'll, I'll just start by reading off my um, my email that I sent. Um, I started flight attendant training, or I started being a flight attendant about six months ago. I was weight training consistently up until flight attendant training started. Then I pretty much stopped entirely just because um, I didn't have much time. The um, days were about 12 hours long of class and then um, studying and we were living in a hotel for those six weeks with um, one day off so I would walk during my lunch break but that's about it. Um, I lost about 10 pounds during that which left me at about 124 and then um, after I graduated I picked weight training back up. Flash forward to now I am going into um, my seventh week or I'm finishing now my seventh week of MAPS Aesthetic my calories are up from 15 to 1600, um, in training to about 2,400 now. Wow. I weigh 129. Um, I was getting up to like one thirty three, like anywhere between that, but it's been consistently 129, uh, the past week or so. Um, I do have some shoulder pain. Uh, I've, I've I've been addressing it from the priming videos that I've um, watched from you guys. And I had some knee and hip pain as well, but, um, through those videos. I think that those have been brought back to health. Um, I haven't really had any issues since I um, started doing priming with those. So God bless you guys for that. Thank you. Um, I have so many questions, but I just think I need some guidance on whether I'm doing the right thing. If I need to eat more, if I need to eat less, um, working out too little, too much, it's a really crazy, um, schedule that we have and, um, sleep is, is always, Different depending on the trip. Um, going up and down the altitude affects your body a lot. Sometimes it's really hard for me to get the 24, 25 calories or 2,500 calories in just because of how much we're doing and just convenience. Um, but I just wanted to um, see if I could get some insight on that. Um, the flood community is so large, especially in Atlanta where I'm based. And I do spread um, positivity and health um, throughout the community as best I can. Um, I share mind pump a lot, um, probably to more people than who care to hear about it, but, um, <laughs> it's helped me so much. So I appreciate that. Um, and it's an insane amount of emotional, mental, and physical stress on the, on the body in this job. So I know your feedback will be really helpful for everybody in this community who is trying to, um, have this lifestyle and have it a healthy one at that.
0: Yeah, cool. Uh, first of all, I had no idea that that kind of training was that intensive. So that's that's pretty uh, that's pretty insane. But I would, I would maps. This is what maps anywhere's for. Maps right. Maps anywhere would be would be perfect while you're traveling. It doesn't require any equipment except for maybe resistance bands or like a broomstick. You could do it anywhere, Um, and I think it would be absolutely perfect. Then when you have time to follow a traditional routine, you can switch back to a traditional maps routine. And then again, when you're traveling. Uh, or when you're working a lot I would do maps anywhere it's it's literally exactly what we designed it for was a person who traveled quite a bit and I've had lots of
2: clients in similar
0: situations and it works really well
2: Sam you're you're in a really good place right now I mean the fact that you've got your calories up to that place you've addressed a lot of the pain issues and I think some I think people sometimes then they follow our programs they assume like you have to follow it from beginning to end exactly how it's laid out, but you're a perfect example of how we would interrupt that with something like Sal said, Maps Anywhere or maybe a suspension trainer. Uh, and there's nothing wrong with having it for a couple weeks and then returning back to wherever you were in Maps Aesthetic or one of the other programs. And you, I mean, you could even get away sometimes with a week of just doing mobility stuff. There's nothing, depending on how stressful work is and and how taxing that is on your sleep and and how you feel, um, nothing wrong with you having just a week of mobility stuff that you're doing in your uh, in your hotel room or your house.
0: Yeah. So, Sa- Sam, consider this, right? If we look at the benefits that you get from exercise, there's the obvious ones, right? Strength, muscle, metabolism, you know, performance, all that stuff, right? But then there's these other benefits of exercise that you get just from doing the movement, right? You feel better mentally, psychologically, just from getting up and being active, Okay. Now, studies have been done on this and they show that if you were to take a week off every month, you would actually be okay. You actually would not progress any slower. They actually did this big study where they compared two groups and the people who took a week off after every 3 weeks of training didn't build any less muscle or any less less strength. Now that doesn't mean that they got the same psychological benefits. So, here's where I'm going with that. If you were to take a week off every month, you could just move, you could just walk, you could just do mobility, like Adam said. You don't have to follow a structured strength training program so long as most of the time you do. So if you did three weeks of strength training, one week where you're travel and you're you're not able to work out, so you're doing other stuff, you're just staying active, you're gonna gain all the benefits of exercise. You're not really gonna miss much. So you're gonna be totally okay. I don't want you to to overthink this. And then if you need some structure, Maps Anywhere's perfect. Do you have Maps Anywhere, by the way? Um, no. All right. I just
5: purchased maps um, anabolic to do after this, because I do try to be mindful that, like, at a certain point, if I'm not getting enough sleep or if it's too stressful, it's not going to yeah. be beneficial for me to go hard at the gym. I right. know that's I try to be mindful of that. Good. Um, yeah. Yeah. But a lot of times, if I have time on a layover, I'll go find a gym and go um, like outside of the hotel, since those aren't very
0: um, helpful questions. Yeah. Well, I'm going to uh, send you, I'm going to send you maps anywhere. What airline do you work for? By the way, where are you training with? Uh, Delta Delta. Okay. Right, not course.
4: bad. Yeah. Yeah, not so the, yeah, the, yeah.
3: The biggest, uh, um, you know, difficulty obviously is like, you just don't know what, what kind of weight room or what kind of, uh, situation you're going to have every time you land somewhere. Right. So that's why maps anywhere. It's perfect for that. And you know, when you do have, um, some sort of, uh, uh, consistency here uh where you can run one of the programs go for but don't put so much pressure on having to stick with that one program i think that's where maps anywhere it it sort of just keeps you going keeps that signal alive keeps your muscles responding so you just got to constantly think about like how to you know express your muscles and keep them active uh and that's that's the perfect one for when your um environment isn't really beneficial in terms of weightlifting.
2: I do like, right. you. I do like you going to maps anabolic next. So I think it really is yeah, a, a great about the right volume. Yeah. I think cause uh, aesthetics a bit, a, a bit more volume in it. And I think you'll be fine in anabolic. I do anabolic and then I would just use the stuff that you're already doing with uh prime pro and, you know, build that into your routine. Some days you take off uh, on anabolic and maybe you just focus on mobility days based off of uh, your workload, yeah. but you're, you're in a great place. You're doing really good right now. Yeah.
0: How long have you been listening to our show?
5: Um, probably a little over a year.
2: Awesome.
4: Very cool. Yeah.
5: So I'll do the priming stuff. Um, and I, I, when I have like, it's usually three days, um, I'll be gone. So I try to do the mobility when I'm, when I'm gone, if I can't find a gym, but I, I have like before, during when COVID started is when I kind of started getting back into health and fitness and I was running three, four miles a day, um, cause lockdown and I decided I wasn't going to get into the slippery slope of, um, bad habits, bad, um, eating and drinking habits. Yeah, and then you, once things opened up, I started doing weight training, didn't have much knowledge. Um, and so I, maybe it was two years though that I started listening, but, um, yeah. I started doing weight training, but just gained a bunch of weight. it was kind of a dirty bulk, um, if you will. And then I kind of got back on track. So it's been a couple of years that I've been on top of it. I just really want to increase my strength and, um, build some more muscle mass, uh, Kind of build the body that I I want, and and obviously for health reasons.
3: Yeah, you have the right the right mindset for sure. I do have one request though. So when you're pointing to the emergency exits, then have them point to their phone and and find my phone. That'd be great for
0: us. Yeah, it'd be great marketing. Yeah, and you'll get your free maps anywhere. Okay. Yeah.
5: (laughs) Well, thank you guys. I appreciate it.
0: No problem. Thank you. Thank Thank you you very much. You know, one of the beauties of, uh, and I, I communicate this a lot when I get on other shows uh, for, you know, the, the resistance training revolution. One of the, the the amazing things about strength training, it's one of the few exercise uh, forms or types where the results last a long time and you don't, there's nothing permanent, right? So if you work out to get in shape, you got to keep working out to stay in shape. But with strength training, far less is required to keep what you've built. And if you lose it, you gain it back twice as fast than you did the first time. So it's it's the most I guess permanent form of results you could ever get with the least amount of work to maintain versus other forms of exercise. So you know when you're missing a week, even if you miss a week every month, right? I say, it's one fourth of the of the month is off. Mm-hmm. I mean studies clearly show that you're going to be totally okay. Of course, there's benefits to just being active, but my point is you don't have to have structured strength training all the time, even if you miss one fourth of the time uh, of the month.
3: Yeah, that's that's the power and benefit of strength training versus cardio, too.
2: Totally. I think as long as you adjust uh, calories during that time, you should be pretty good because that's probably the only mistake that people make when they take off like a week like that is.
0: why I said just move, you know. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So go go for a walk, do mobility, stuff like that, replace what was the workout and you're going to be just fine. I mean, that when you shared that study, I remember when it was when we first shared it on the show, but that blew my mind. I mean, one seventh. I mean, that's crazy when you think about that well i
0: mean it makes sense now all of us are in our 40s right Uh, much i don't i mean to maintain my body is like a piece of cake if i want to go any further i got to really push myself but to keep what i've built which took you so long to to get it's so easy now so it's it's really really cool and again it's one of these forms of exercise where the older you get the easier it becomes to maintain which is pretty interesting right our next caller is heather from texas heather what's happening how can we help you
6: Hey, guys. um, Thank you so much for everything you do. Thank you for taking my question. I'm really excited to be here. Yeah, cool. Um, My question is about MAPS performance um, and modifying it a little bit to fit my goals and my lifestyle. Um, I consider myself an endurance athlete. I run marathons. Um, I've been doing that for about 10 years. Um, The gold standard for me, my gold, um, and for marathoners has always been a Boston qualifier. And I had never quite achieved that level of speed um, until 2017. I had a big breakthrough and I discovered weight training. Um, I added strength training to my plan. I was doing uh, push pull legs and um, had success. I was able to improve my PR with that addition. Um, in 2018, I ran my Boston qualifier and I had a series of really successful races. Um, then, In um, 2019, end of 2018, 2019, had some personal setbacks, um, totally unrelated to fitness, and then, of course, COVID. (laughs) Mm. Um, Shut shut down all the gyms. Um, Everything came to a halt. Um, I'm a flight attendant, so it's been particularly stressful for us. Um, I've been continuing to fly through the pandemic. I've had COVID twice. And uh, during this time, it's been really difficult to kind of balance um, all the things going on, running, weight training, and everything um but since i discovered you guys uh i've been back in the gym um i've built a home gym as well um in the last 7 months i ran anabolic um i tried to run performance and i kind of got caught up um i did it for about 3 weeks and i was having difficulty with the um mobility sessions um they take me much longer than the foundational workouts movements are kind of awkward for me. Uh, when I'm on the road, I don't have like foam roller. I don't have the mobility stick. I don't have any of that. So, um, after about three weeks, I kind of abandoned it and went on to aesthetic, um, <laughs> uh, really enjoyed that. I finished that. Um, I ran, um, yeah. So, um, I'm kind of wondering, uh, what you guys would recommend. I've got, uh, fall marathon training seasons coming up, um, late May, I'd like to take another go at MAPS performance. Um, but I've heard you guys say, you know, that maps programs are intended to be run on their own,
4: yeah, not
6: not along with anything else. So if you have any other, you know, training suggestions, um, any way to incorporate strength, mobility, those kind of things into um, my running schedule, I would really appreciate your advice.
2: Can you tell us your running schedule? How much are you running a week?
6: Yeah, um, so I run um basic workouts are two speed sessions a week, um, and one long run. Um, I start out running about three hours a week and then I peak three weeks prior to my race, um, at about seven hours of running a week.
0: Okay. And you said that's three weeks before,
6: um, that, yeah, the, the peak, um, peak long run is three weeks before the actual race.
0: Okay. What's the qualifier for Boston for you? Is it three, is it three hours and 30 minutes or something like that?
6: It is 3 hours and 30 minutes. Oh, yeah. Good, and I am um, for you. Yeah, my record is a is a 322.
4: Mm-hmm.
6: Um so I know I can achieve <laughs> like I've been there, I know I can do it. Um but my fall race was um I had fun, um but it was it was a little disappointing. I was closer to the 4 hour 405 mark. Yeah. You're so. going to
0: have you're going to have to do less. Well, so Maps performance is a phenomenal program, but I wouldn't do it with all that running. At yeah. least not the whole program. I would do Okay. one foundational workout a week. And then three weeks before I would only do mobility. I wouldn't do any strength training the three weeks before.
3: Yeah. I want to talk about the mobility sessions a little bit, just because um, honestly, for what you're doing and what you're passionate about and all the repetitive stress and, and staying in one plane for predominantly um, they, those movements are going to be awkward. Uh, and, And it's, that's, that's something that we need to really focus in on and and reinforce so that way you know you have more longevity uh you know in your performance out there as well and you'll, you'll feel more supported so um you know if there's other ways too i know we have other resources in terms of like the stick or whatever you don't have it around like there's there's the prime pro webinar that adam did as well which is you know all based body weight so you could just do that anywhere any place but you're at least gonna then you know mobilize the hips the ankles um you know express uh your joints in in different uh, with rotation in different planes it's just very essential for uh especially for competitors i would i would highly recommend you really
2: dive into it i i love that you went that way because what was going through my head and also to pair with what sal was saying is I'd, i'd have you run um mass performance foundational one day a week and then two to three days a week, I would have you run like a prime pro, the prime pro webinar, like literally yep. just follow that, put it on your TV, do it in your living room. And, it hits everything. Yes. So. And, and it'll, it'll complement all the running you're doing and any more volume and weight training with that much running, I think it's, it's going to probably hinder your time. And I know that's yeah. probably important to you.
0: Yeah. You know, I'm going to guess To I'm going to make a guess Heather. I want you to correct me if I'm wrong. Cause you switched from performance to aesthetic, which is an interesting choice considering you're an endurance athlete, you have some aesthetic goals too. Is that, is that correct?
6: Um, you know, everyone wants to look their best. Yeah. Um, but honestly, the reason that the reason that I did it, um, was cause it sounded like fun,
4: yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm.
6: um, lifting heavy things. And, uh, that's a lot of fun. So I've, I have enjoyed, I've enjoyed aesthetic. Um, I enjoyed anabolic too. Um, I really just want to be, you know, well-rounded,
4: mm-hmm.
6: um, running is obviously my, my passion. It's, I want to do it as well as I can for as long as I can. Um, but I enjoy trying different things.
0: Yeah. The beauty of strength training, especially for an athlete, like you, once a week and you're going to reap all the benefits more than that. And you run the risk of overdoing it, especially with the amount of running that you're doing. So you take that one foundational workout a week of maps performance and you're set and you can pitch, pick whichever one you want and go through it, uh, through all the different phases. And then do mobility stuff on the off days. You're set. Three I would three weeks before I would I would cut out the strength training. Yeah. Um okay. and just focus on mobility because at that point you really just want to peak with your performance and you you ramp up your your endurance so much. Um on your speed days, what do those look like? You said you do two speed sessions a week.
6: Yeah, um, they vary from week to week. Um sometimes I'm doing um it, it really varies. Sometimes I'm doing intervals um where I'm doing like faster than my marathon pace for a certain period of time. And then I'm walking or jogging.
4: Oh, okay.
6: um, sometimes we're doing tempo runs where you start out, you know, slower than marathon pace, you work your way up to it. You hold that pace for a certain amount of time and then you back down again.
4: Yeah.
6: Um, and sometimes we do hill repeats, um, which is like a strength training speed work kind of combo thing. Yeah.
2: What's What's the the duration though? Like I think that's probably what Sal's looking for. How long oh, is it an sorry. hour, two hours, three hours, 30 minutes? Like how long are you
6: yeah. No, the speed workout, um, doesn't go anywhere near that length. Um, it starts at about like 35 minutes worth of, of, um, a okay. session and that's everything. The oh, warm okay. up, that's, you know, that's the actual good. work and yeah, yeah,
0: the that's, cool that's, down. Yeah, that's you, sound, you sound like you have a coach.
6: Um, no, I've just been doing it for a really long time. <laughs> oh, okay.
0: Well, no, that's, that's actually, that's, so, the, that's the right way to do it. Actually. You're, you're, I've trained a few, quite a few marathon runners and you've got a pretty good layout. The strength training was just where I think we could make some of those changes. You know, I would even you can even experiment with this, Heather. If you if you're open to it, on one of those speed session days, I would cut the speed session in half, and I would if you have access to a sled, do sled drives uh, outside. I mean, I've I've had people really improve their speed, uh, their their sprint I, speed and strength
2: pushing a sled. I would love to see her do prime pro before she goes and does the speed work. I think to prime you up before For sure. you go do that stuff. I think you'll actually feel and see a difference in that work. Yeah. So if you can, I would love for you to do, do the, the prime pro webinar, go through that and then do your, your yeah. speed work. But, and but see try, how
0: try some sled stuff. It's really good when it, like in terms of like, like sprint speed and power, it really, it really makes a big difference. And you could just drive the sled for 10 minutes and then do the other half of your normal speed session. See, see how that feels for you.
6: Okay. Fantastic. Um, I've done the prime pro webinar uh, before, oh, so, um, uh, that works out great. Uh, when you say once a week for the foundational exercises, mm-hmm. um, how would you run through the various phases?
0: I would go through look at the look at the foundational workouts during the week. All of them are full body, mm-hmm. so you're not going to go wrong. Okay, look at okay. the three foundational workouts. Pick the one you like, and then do that one, and then that's the week, and then you move to the next okay. week. Does that make sense?
6: Yeah. So I would just do once a week, like phase one, once a week for three weeks and then move on to phase two exactly. once a week. Yep. You yep. know, I could just basically do one workout a week.
0: Correct. Yep. Exactly.
6: Cool. And you guys have given me an excuse to buy a sled. So thank you. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Excellent. Always an excuse. Yeah. I wish we sold sleds. Thanks for calling in. Appreciate Heather. that. You got it.
6: Thank you guys. Have a great day. Appreciate Thanks, you. No problem.
0: All right. Yeah. It's a good message for endurance athletes. Like if you're doing a lot of endurance training, one day a week yeah. of strength training will make a it's huge difference. It, yeah. And I, I at one point had a lot of endurance athletes and I would go three days a week of strength training. Then I went down to two then I'm like, wait a minute, is that still too much? Went down to one and everybody saw significant improvements uh, in their performance because That type of training really taxes the body. When you're doing endurance work, it really does tax the body. Well,
2: I really hope that she sticks to the mobility because Justin brings up a good point. I mean, if it's it's awkward and you're having a hard time, it's probably because
3: you need to do it. Yeah, that's
2: right. I think it just highlights. Just jump past it, right? Yeah, don't skip it because it's difficult. I mean, that's the if you she made a point. I want to I want to do this for as long as I can. If you want to do this for as long as you can, that's what you need to start doing to complement that, and that's what's going to allow you to do that. If you continue to ignore it because it's You know laborious or you're not good at it well then what'll end up happening is you'll your your running career will end sooner or later yeah
3: well it's just inevitable it's like things might be working out for you right now but like at some point things may be getting off track in terms of your joint alignment um you know there's just going to be certain stressors that are going to keep like compounding uh that uh, you could uh, you could just avoid that completely by moving laterally and and rotating and really like focusing on that uh to to counterbalance and get your body to stable properly
2: you know the other thing that's really hard to communicate because we don't get to talk to everybody that's running our programs too is that you know if if the whole mobility session or all of prime or prime pro seems overwhelming i mean the bare minimum pick a, a handful of these movements that you can feel making an improvement and you should be able to if you actually do a couple of these mobility drills that we have in there and then go into your workout it's like, right, you'll feel the difference right then and there. And if you notice how much you feel better when you do that, at least stick to a few of those and incorporate instead of like, oh man, I can't do that whole hour of this, or that's too much, or I don't get this. And so they abandon the whole thing. It's like, you know, we can still chip away at one or two things at a time. Our next caller is Amethyst from California.
0: Hey, Amethyst, how can we help you? Good, cool name, by the way.
7: Thank you. Hi. Uh, First, I want to say thank you guys. I'm a new trainer and your content has really helped me improve and think about programming differently. So thank you for what you do. Um, My question today is, uh, like I said, I've been listening to you guys for a while. And one of the things that you've said several times is when you have a new client come in and they say, I want to lose weight. The first thing you tell them is, well, let's put on some muscle first and so that you have a runway and that, uh, the weight loss is steady mm-hmm. and easier. And so the thing that I'm running into with that is to put on that muscle, we need to lift heavy. We need to have a calorie surplus. And, um, some of my, many of my clients that come in have been so inactive for so long that they have a lot of postural distortions. And so some of them really just make me nervous doing like a body weight squat. So I was wondering if you guys had any suggestions for, um, how you would approach that a client that, that just their postures is is distorted and needs a lot of work before we can start really lifting heavy safely.
0: Yeah, that's a good, this is a good question. And first off, thanks for what you do. It's all, all the trainers out there that are really making the big impact on people. Okay. So Correctional, so I want to be clear here. When you correct uh, movement patterns, or you're doing correctional exercise, you're strength training. Yeah, yeah. It's it's no different than lifting heavy, except obviously the modality is different and the goals are different. So, you have to start with correctional exercise before you can go to I don't know, I guess heavy for lack of a better term traditional strength training. Also, heavy
2: is relative to the client yes. too, right? It's all so it's, yeah. It's all overload. Intent- there's a lot of different versions of
0: that. Totally. So correction correctional exercise builds strength and builds muscle. Just like you know what someone might consider heavy uh, strength training would do. In fact, it's more appropriate for these clients that you're talking about. If you were to take like, and you've got great instinct, obviously, you take these people and have them do traditional heavy strength training without correctional exercise. I think you realize you'll probably hurt them, right? So, so that correctional exercise builds strength and build, all strength training builds strength and muscle, whether it's correctional mobility or powerlifting or bodybuilding. All does that. So. That's the correct place to start so you're totally fine. So, you, there's there's no questions there. Start with the correctional exercise and you are moving in
2: the right direction. What programs do you own of ours?
7: None yet. Oh, wow. Uh,
2: okay. Well, there's there's <laughs> where we need to start you right there. You going, so, sister. I mean, there's there's several things that you I mean, you should have you should have the Prime and Prime Pro, you should have Starter for sure. You should have anabolic many, and then how many then, free programs are there? No, I'm not giving away all these, <laughs> I'm just saying <laughs> you that You already said it. Now we there's, got it. <laughs> there's a there's a there's a lot of programs that you you could be using for because everyone's gonna be a little bit different. You're gonna have some clients that absolutely you need to regress all the way back to like following Prime or Prime Pro, and they're just they're sticking all yeah. correctional. Then you're gonna have some people that need a little bit of correctional work, but can start to do some traditional stuff and maybe they're at Map Starter. Then you're gonna have some people that have a good background and can get right into something like MAPS Anabolic, but then you still use, you know, Primer, Prime Pro to complement that. So that, and that's why we have all these programs because we know that there's people that are going to be starting at different levels here. But like Sal said, your intuition is right. I mean, if you see that they, there's some serious dysfunction there, but loading that client up on a heavy barbell squat is not the place you want to go. Um, but you know, you're gonna, it's a spectrum. You're going to find people, uh, on all different levels and that's why we have so many different programs now what i will give to you and i think that will benefit you the most is is give her i think we should give her the prime to so she can assess clients and see this and, and use the mobility prime drills and starter yeah prime and starter. and starter is what i think that's you should do. absolutely have for what we're talking about right now
3: yeah i there's definitely like a, a scale of this and i think too like in terms of a surplus, like if you just if you just have them really focus on, um, you know, replacing food or like making better decisions to incorporate uh, in terms of of you know nutrient dense foods, uh, and maybe like by proxy you're getting rid of like uh, processed foods. But really the strength training is the focus in the very beginning uh, if, if anybody has dysfunction. This is the, the biggest priority, uh, is to be able to create a nice, stable, functional body that then you can build upon. So this, this is a foundational part of, of training, I wouldn't necessarily worry too much about, um, you know, uh, really building size and, and, and just like, uh, you know, muscle definition as much as really like the, the strength portion of it is everything in terms of stability and a strong body.
2: Not to mention a body weight squat can be strength training for somebody. I mean, that just depending on where their level is, you, you know, you don't, we don't always have to be loading a barbell, you know, it's, it's all relative to where they're, they're currently at. And so, you know, may not seem like heavy lifting to you or us. But it is to them. It is to them.
0: Yeah. Are you, Where are you training out of, by the way? Are you out of a big gym, big box?
7: Uh, no, I've been doing private stuff or in-home training primarily. So that's what I've been working at. especially with COVID. Uh, that's just, I happen to get my... Uh, all my certifications and everything during COVID. And so that's just kind of where I had to start. And that's been very successful for me so far.
0: Yeah. Good for you. Ameth, it's just to hammer this home. Look, if you're, when you're doing a correctional exercise and it works, what happened to the person's body? They built strength, Mm -hmm. which then leads to muscle. So it's, it's all strength training. It's all going that direction. You're just, you're just doing it. You're just applying this, the appropriate type to that person. Does that make sense?
7: Yeah, that totally makes sense. Yeah. Thank you guys. You got
0: it. No mm-hmm. problem. And and you got Maps Prime and Starter coming your way.
7: Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank
0: you. Yeah, there there's like a people always feel like you have to trade one for the other or oh, I'm gonna miss out on all these gains. If I yeah. first off, if you have issues you have to correct, you can't go into traditional heavy strength training. It's just not going to work. No, you're going to hurt yourself. You have to address it. You have to.
3: Yeah. So, and it is strength training. You are building muscle. It's just, you know, you have to look at the long-term of all of Mm -hmm. this. And so this is, yeah, it, it might not be as satisfying as like getting a crazy pump and like seeing visible muscle all of a sudden, but you are- building strength you are building muscle and you know you're you're building something that you can keep building on
0: yeah i had a i had a 75 year old woman once that, that hi, her daughter hired her for me and she was very deconditioned and over the course of 3 months we progressed from being able to sit down and stand up off of a bench that was her squat to standing body weight squats a push up that was up against the wall to one that was off of a desk so she went lower and essentially that was the progression mm-hmm. over 3 months and i remember her daughter going is she going to build, like, muscle off this? I said, well, yeah, this is what it's appropriate for. Well, in three months, she gained four pounds of lean body mass at 75 years old. So, yeah, your body gets stronger. It builds muscle. And really, it's where you're starting at is where you're starting Well, I mean, we didn't at. even
3: really get into our whole catalog of why we we address, like, so we have Prime Pro, we have Prime, you know, then we, have, then we have Starter, then we have Maps Resistance. Right. So it's like... You know, you have starter, which addresses a lot of the imbalance and Mm -hmm. and has, you know, stability ball and it's but introduces them to dumbbells. But then it takes it a bit further with resistance. And then now you now you have symmetry so we can really break it down and and address these things at like a really comprehensive level.
2: It's all there. I get so frustrated when we talk to. Trainers that have been listening to us for an extended period of time and you're relatively new to the game and you don't fucking own any programs like it just I I understand why as a trainer like you want you know you have a lot of pride that you can create your own program and so you, you don't want to follow somebody else's okay that's fine but for the educational piece the The amount of of knowledge, experience, and effort that we've put into building the building these all out, so that as a trainer you have all these resources to you, and for the price of what I mean, you know how many times we we just had an event, Sal and I were just in event. How many of the trainers come up to you and be like, "Oh my God, I've gotten more and learned more from Prime and Prime Pro than I have from any certification that I've ever yeah. paid for." And, and it's, those, a, it's
0: a fraction of the cost. Yeah, the you're talking about. Yeah, you're yeah. talking
2: about something that's Animal under a hundred bucks. Under a hundred bucks compared to, you know, certifications that are costing you five hundred to a thousand dollars. I just it blows me away when they don't have that. We have the all the answers she's looking for are built in all those programs. Yeah
0: well yep. I think too we give away so much for free. People hear that information and then they they try to piece it together. Yeah. But um you well, know We want them well, to
3: have it. Well That's which is fine. Which is I, I, which it's fine. totally fine. Yeah, but yeah, totally. You,
0: you get all the answers to the test on top of it and then it's all organized for you. And it's really easy and then you can share the videos, you know, with clients totally. for the demo. So it's all kind of laid out for you but I mean I, I you know I get it I was a trainer at one point and there's so much free stuff out there it's like okay do I want to you know but it's it's definitely worth it it's definitely valuable and once you get it and you figure it out you piece it together then you move on from there our next caller is Pedro from Oregon Pedro what's going on how can we help you
8: hi gentlemen my name is Pedro uh I've been listening for a couple of months I gotta say I'm a fan and I love the content Thank you. Uh, my Instagram has been quieter and sadly because they took out Sal yeah I'm still hurt
3: yeah. Uh, R.I.P.
0: Call me, Graham. Call me, Graham. <laughs>
8: took me, kicked me off. Yeah. <laughs> My questions in regards to, there's been news about the publicity in regards to the armed forces and uh, reviewing uh, physical fitness assessments. So the Army, for example, over the last few years, updated their test and a goal better to get a better overall fitness assessment. Uh, One complexity we see is uh, reservist type personnel who work out together maybe once or a couple times a month. So it has limited the ability to influence folks in terms of health and fitness. Um, Just to kind of give a little bit of background on the Army test, it's a three rep max deadlift, uh, hand release pushups, a 10 pound med ball throw, uh, a complex, which is a sprint and drag carry, with a 90-pound sled and carrying two 40-pound kettlebells. Uh, there's a plank, which is one to three minutes, and then there's a two-mile run at the end. And this is all done like over an hour to two maximum. My question to you, gentlemen, is in your opinion, with your professional experience and looking at these updates, I have two questions here. <laughs> Sorry. What would be the best course of action for those with limited time with personnel? Either should we assess overall athleticism prior to testing or should we do a test and see and troubleshoot afterward? Hmm. I'll
0: start, I'll start with that one, Pedro. So this is a, this is a little challenging because the, the armed forces are in a bit of a conundrum, aren't they? It's like, we need to make a test to make sure that people are, meet the minimum requirements to be on the battlefield, but we can't make it too tough because then a lot of people will fail and we won't have uh,
8: any soldiers. Am am I right? That would seem like the way they'd go about it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. So there's a bit of a conundrum here. Okay. So that being said, all you really have to work off of is the current test. Yeah. So the best way to test somebody for that test is to run the test. That would be the best thing to do. So because the test is a pass or fail, if you fail, you can't serve. If you pass, then you can come on in. That seems that's like the threshold. That's what I would test somebody on. And I'd say, okay, let's see what you do with the army test and test them from there. Anything additional, although we'll tell you, we'll give you some information, isn't going to speak directly to this test. Now, how does it all speak to battle readiness? I have no idea. I've never served in the military, so I can't tell you exactly, you know, how I would test somebody. All I have to work off of is what the United, you know, the United States army has decided This is the physical threshold that we will create before somebody can actually serve in the military. So the test that I would do would be the test that they do. That's how I would test people out. Does that make sense?
2: Roger, yeah. I mean, this reminds me of talking to somebody like about CrossFit. Like if you want to get good at CrossFit, you do CrossFit stuff. Like this is a very specific specific. test that you want to do. And um, sure, there's other exercises that can have some carryover, but nothing is going to get you better at those things or improve uh your chances of passing the test than doing the test yeah. and getting good at the test. So like that would be the training protocol would literally look like that until we're we're kicking ass yeah. at it and and mastering it.
0: Yeah, think of it this way, Pedro, it's like if I had to take a biology test and I could learn all of biology or the teacher could give me the test questions and say here just study these, right? So it's a bit of a yeah. shortcut. Now it's not it's it's not going to give you Is you know as good of a broad understanding of biology as knowing all of biology, but this is the threshold. Now, in the when the person is working out on their own, that's when I would incorporate more well-rounded training. So the way I would work out if if this was me, is I would once a week do the army test as my workout, and then two or three days of the week I would do other types of workouts, probably centered around traditional strength training, multiplaner, planar like, like mass strength performance. Training, yeah, yeah. Mass performance. Sure. Yeah. Does that, does that make sense? Okay. No. Yeah. That mass performance would be okay. Yeah. That would be what I would do also, but I would also make sure that I ran this test as well because you know, strength and performance is, is as much a skill as it is physical ability. So like, you know, you, you can have the physical ability but the skill of doing the three rep deadlift, the the skill of doing the sprint, drag, carry mm-hmm. and the plank and the run, like, you know, I could build tremendous stamina by swimming and I'll have some carryover to the run, but I'll get way better carryover to the run if I just run. You see what I'm saying?
8: Yeah. Absolutely. And that kind of brings it right in line with the second question was uh, uh a potential concern is, you know, a one size fits all. So uh with uh, the recent studies showing that sedentary lifestyles affect bone density for these Nintendo generation folks. So would it be best to then provide specific individual training protocols, or maybe a program centered around strength and performance and all these areas?
0: Well, logistically speaking, I don't know if that's possible. It's always best to have an individualized program. Always. There's nothing better than that, right? No, there's no program I can write for the general public that's ever going to be good. As a program, I can write for one specific individual who I assess and watch and all that stuff. So we're going to have to speak generally. Generally speaking, if I were to construct a workout for somebody based off of this test and what we're talking about, I would do you know two or three workouts, very similar to MAPS performance, and then one workout would be the Army test, would be just that. And I would just do that uh, until it was time to go take the test. That would give you a good, well-rounded fitness, mobility, reduce the risk of injury bone, you know bone density muscle all that stuff
2: would you only do the test once would you not consider it twice a week
0: Depends how well. It's a good question. It depends how well or bad I did on it. Like if yeah. I sucked at it, I would practice it more. Yeah. For sure.
2: So keep that keep that in in mind. Is that if they're if they're really struggling with the test, then that that's a person that I might actually prescribe twice a week doing the test, and then only one day or maybe two yeah. days of like a maps performance type of a program. Or
3: pull out those very specific exercises in those other workouts and and focus on those specifically to you know sharpen the skill of them even
8: great information thank you
2: do you have mass performance
8: uh, I actually I, I'm a personal trainer too but I bought your guys with programs uh, I, I mean I love uh, the majority of them I, I got I think there might be a few that I'm missing yeah. well, you, well if you don't have mass performance, performance
3: it's such a good fit has yeah. all of these exercises listed in there so yeah.
8: we'll, we'll send it to you if you don't have it Pedro okay you got
0: it man I appreciate your service thank you
8: oh hey thank you guys I, th- I think you're just an at Adam, uh, Sal, I, and Doug, I, I cannot thank you guys enough.
0: You got it, man. Thank you, yeah, brother. Thank you, dude. Yeah, I don't know if you guys have been reading about this, but uh, they—I read an article that they were going to change the distance for people to throw the grenade oh, because yeah, so because many people the, were failing. Wasn't there memes and jokes that came around that? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's a it's it's a weird because we have a voluntary military, and yeah. so on the one hand, you want to make sure people are. You know, qualified. On the other hand, if you make the, the too hard, then too hard, we have work. no military. You right. know, what's
3: interesting about that? I thought about that because I bet you there's this this sort of split where some people are better probably at like drone operation or Force. you know like technical things versus Force. the physical side. Uh, which you know what's the priority now in the military it, it, that's what's interesting to me yeah I think
0: it depends on where you're going and what you're gonna do right but yeah, yeah it, it, is this a
2: general test that even like so that's like what just,
0: it says right there the army test
2: because that's that's is interesting right if you were if you were somebody who was gonna fly drones or do something like that yeah. that you would still have to do like a test I like think
0: this. they would probably, if I'm, I'm assuming this, so I have no idea, but I'm assuming they have to f- do at least some kind of a physical yeah, you have test to Have
2: a standard,
3: at least right? yeah. everybody.
0: Yeah. But- just to make sure that they're healthy. You know what I mean? That they're kind of fit and healthy. Yeah. So I would
3: think then if you get into more like the Ranger side or like sort of the, the special forces side, they would be way more rigorous in yeah. terms of the physicality. And
0: this is, in, you know, not to get to, you know, whatever, but this is why it was always strange to me to have different standards for, for the same position for men and women. And I understand women don't, Perform uh, typically as well as men or whatever, but it makes sense to me to have one standard, and then if you pass, you pass; if you fail, you fail. Right. But again, the problem is if you make the standard too high, you have all these volunteers that now can't serve. Right. And so you're kind of we're stuck in this. Yeah. Man.
3: Yeah. People helping.
0: Yeah. Serve. So, but I mean, who knows? You know, modern modern warfare is, you know, is starting to look very different. It's, it's, so it's different. more and more like uh, video game operators, I think, it's going to look like in the future. But yeah, it's it's just one of those things. But if you want to get good at a test, just like taking any test, I mean, I remember. Years ago I did a I took a series six test for investments and I just studied the test. You know, I yeah. studied the test and yeah, I passed. If it's there
3: and provided, it's like, yeah, let's let's focus on that. They already gave you sort of the direction. Totally.
0: Look, if you like our information, head over to mindpumpfree.com and check out our guides. We have guides that can help you with almost any health or fitness goal. You can also find all of us on social media. So you can find Justin on Instagram at mindpumpjustin. Adam on Instagram at mindpumpadam, and you can find me on Twitter at mindpumpsal.
1: Thank you for listening to Mind Pump. If your goal is to build and shape your body, dramatically improve your health and energy, and maximize your overall performance, check out our discounted RGB super bundle at mindpumpmedia.com.